That audio was provided courtesy of the Washington State men's basketball Twitter account. Have you ever heard of the phrase, Yaku did up well? This game really felt like it fit that description day, folks. Maybe I was the only one who came in with the expectations that we could actually win this. I mean, Vegas had us as 10-point underdogs, which is a horrible spread. And who knows? Maybe I'm just looking at it through crimson and gray goggles. We lost 29-43 to the 11th-ranked Ducks. It was the purest definition of two halves. Well, really, 2.2 halves to 1.8 halves. The Cougars had a dominant first half right until the last minute. Special teams gave up a run of 39 yards. Right after that, Tyler Shuck throws a 57-yard throw, which is caught. Then the Ducks just finish off the drive with a quick little touchdown by TJ Verdell. And for the second straight game against us, he goes over 100 yards. Last year, he had 300 total yards. This year, he had... Half of that at 150, so woohoo! No, this game felt like a repeat of last week, too. The defense plays spectacular. The first half, I mean, just lights out. The Cougars had two players who forced two forced fumbles, Brandon Jackson and Hector Aiden. Plus, Hector Aiden, the freshman, tipped in with an interception, so really, I was thinking, boy, how much are we going to win by? Well, <laughs> sucks for you, Walker, you were wrong. The difference between this week and last week was... When the Cougars made mistakes, the Ducks capitalized on those mistakes, and the Beavers did not. After the second half, really, the second, the first half was amazing. Dion McIntosh almost at 100 yards. Jaden Delora was slinging the ball crazy to Travell Harris. Renard Bell at 153 yards total. So the second half starts off kind of positive. Our defense stops them. They kick a field goal. They miss it. Then our offense puts up two touchdowns. But every single drive the Ducks had, they scored on four straight touchdowns. Even with all that bad luck, it wasn't horrible because we were only down a score until the last two minutes. And then we get the final matchup, the pivotal matchup. Mano Imano. Who will win? Player one, player two. Ron Stone Jr., fifth-year linebacker, meets up with Travis Dye, the running back who got over 100 yards against us. Ron Stone on the edge, goes in to stop the... Boom! He goes for the quarterback, not the running back. And then Travis Dye, the backup running back, is off to the races, makes it to the one-yard line, and they ice the game. Now, I'm not going to spend this whole episode being negative because, let's be honest, Coog fans who are listening to this are probably bummed out. There are some conclusions we can go to. Jaden Delore, he's going to be special for us. Great TD. Two, he threw two great touchdowns. He looks really poised throughout the entire game. We have a great running back duo with McIntosh and Borgie. doesn't even look like we'll be missing Borgie if he doesn't come back. Our wide receivers played well. If you missed it, fan favorite Lucas Bacon, local kid from Spokane, had his first career reception, go for a touch on this game. Give me the bacon, baby. Shout out to Oscar Jogicevic, who had a 78-yard punt. Career high, amazing punt. It's incredible. Now we turn our focus, we shift our focus to Stanford, who has lost two straight games. They don't look great. This game might look a little, statistically might look a little like, oh, Stanford can put up points. Now these are all garbage time points. They don't look that intimidating. Hopefully we can win next game as a tune-up before the Apple Cup and go in there 2-1. That's all, folks. This is a great Porky the Pig says. Go Cougs. Listen, I love Walker, but he looked like he was 18 or 19. He looked like a young guy. Ben, you should have done this guy right. What, I get him a stripper? What do you want me to do here? I get him a prostitute? What do you...